Um, good morning. I, I, I was, um, I've been meaning to bring this in every morning, but I'm forgetting. <clears throat> and uh, I think I told you um, back in the spring of 83 when I was uh, um, working on myself, so to speak, and my goals, and I was running down um, the street to the, with my wife on a Saturday afternoon. I told her that, uh, that I just, uh, I think that we should have a change of life to get the social economic meeting to raise our children in. <clears throat> At that time, we only had one child, and junior. And I just read a magazine called The Rob Report. Now, this is a collection Rob Report, which has it. It's a compilation. It's an old one. And it's about cars, fancy cars. And in the back of the Rob Report, uh, they have um, a section where things are for sale. And I noticed that there was an island for sale. High lens, and I thought about it, and instantly I decided that uh, that's where I wanted to raise my kids on a castle on an island or a chateau on an island with a moat. The Raw Report had just come out in 1983, I think it was in its first year, it might have been the first six months. And I highly recommend that you uh, subscribe to it. Um, years and years ago, they used to write about me, but the um, that's not why I poor people, but it, it talks about uh, jet planes and. Islands, and uh, I, I do believe, I'm not positive, that's where Branson got the idea of uh, the island that he owns. Uh, and, the, and the island that uh, Tony De Robbins doesn't own, but he has seminars in Fiji. Uh, <clears throat> and it's, uh, it's for high-performance people um, and uh, the affluent uh, high-performance person. Um, and there are things in there that most people, your parents would never, yours and my parents, would never dream of contemplating. They, I mean, not even their wildest imagination. Not even, other than in, in James Bond movies, that's, that's the only time that they think about some of the stuff that's read, written about and talked about in, in the books. And we've, we've spent four days, this is our fifth day, talking about the... Um, Expanding our comfort zones, uh, and we're going to talk about the first thing here: how, how we pump up our efficiency. And one of the things that's in this, these two or three slides, is pumping up your efficiency, <coughs> is <coughs> expanding the comfort zones of your people, and the people that you uh, work with, and the people that represent you, i.e., the accountants and the lawyers, etc. Well, it's, rather than you have to ex ex expand the comfort zone of your accountants and lawyers, it's better to get lawyers that already have expanded comfort zones. And there's surely people now, even more so than 20 years ago when I started the, the QLA seminars, uh, that understand high performance because they're making a lot of money. I mean, lawyers now make, uh, as they did then, but now they make uh, multiples of tens of millions of dollars a year. And senior partners in big accounting firms make millions, many millions of dollars a year, and they didn't used to. So. It's a not as big a challenge as I've said in the last few days. It's also not as big a challenge that um, to find information on being a high performance person <coughs> and um, finding and researching stuff that you want for your dreams uh, to fulfill your dreams. It's quite easy to Google stuff now, and Google's only been around, I guess, 12 years now. Uh, so, in some respects, it's much easier to do what 
you need to do to expand your horizons. But the thing is not easy. All Google and all the things that I just mentioned um, can't expand your emotional bank account. Cannot. It can intellectually expand your horizons because you can read it, or as I say, Google fuck it, and um, get a lot of information. But remember, it's not what happens to you in life that dictates how you move forward. It's how you interpret what happens to you. And uh, as uh, Robert from Passau said yesterday, Robert from Bob from Bavaria, uh, it's been uh, studied and, uh, and written about for many years that you can read something and, uh, and you can intellectually assimilate it, but it's not the same as talking to somebody. And that's why colleges used to say, I don't know if they say anymore, they want you to attend lectures because you assimilate more. I didn't attend too many lectures when I went back to school because I was working full-time and taking 20, 20, 26 units a semester. So I just normally showed up for the tests. I either taught the classes or I uh, took the tests. But the, uh, so it still comes down to a, a, an emotional bank account expansion. Um, uh, Sally was, uh, has listened to all the uh, YouTube tapes and, uh, uh, and she said that, um, and she's heard me speak for, you know, not 15 years anyway, that um, it's obvious that I'm pounding more on emotional bank account, fear, false expectations appearing real. She says, and she hasn't been here but one, one couple hours. And, um, and she, she says, why? I know why. Uh, and uh, how do you think it's going? I said, I don't know. I said, I'll know in the first week. I'll know the first report you send me. Uh, I'll know absolutely. Years ago, if you reports didn't come, on to, come to me on time, I didn't accept them. Years ago, if you were late three times with the report, you were out of the program. A lot less work for me. A lot less work not having to deal with you shitheads. As I said when we started, and as for those of you that are part of the weekly reports, people miss uh, for legitimate reasons, and not too many of them death and coma. It's about the only two legitimate reasons I accept. Uh, and um, some of you will miss the monthly uh, con, uh, con calls that we have with everybody. And there's legitimate reasons for that. You know, you're on a plane, on a business meeting. Um, and so, um, even though it's easier to contact each other now, these uh, would be, you know, your uh, handheld devices and tweeting and... Uh, instant messaging and all that other stuff. People are less, uh, they uh, adhere to the reports and the weekly weekly and monthly um, reporting that I demand less now than they did before we had Google fucking, before we had instant messaging, before we had Skype. Now why do you think that is? They spend too much time doing it. Well, that's part of it. but. They're, they have so much information to assimilate on a daily basis in today's life. That's what's wrong with kids today. They get so caught up. They have, you know, the average person spends a couple hours, or no, I guess two hours and 40 minutes 
on, on the internet. That's not Philippines. Philippines have spent six hours and 40 minutes. So, if you've got all these other things to distribute your time amongst, and you're not focused, guess what? The important things don't get done. The important things don't get done. That's why I tell you, high-performance people focus on the few, not the many. Clausewitz said it, you know, about warfare, you know, 250 years ago. Limited aims. It's not vast, gross, you know, major aims. Limited. And he was talking about a battle at a time. You know, a skirmish at a time. So, keep that in mind, and I'll talk about it more today, and again, uh, Saturday, our last day. And, uh, again, tomorrow night is our graduation night with kilts. Everybody been fitted with kilts? Guys? Everybody got a kilt? They're kilt. With a seat. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, uh, I didn't used to allow the staff to show you how to put them on because I used to get a kick out of the way you come with the, with the, the kilt on sideways and backwards and uh, the, um, the sporn that you're supposed to wear over your genitals for men on your hip. And of course, some of you guys carry purses now, so maybe you feel more of them, you know, uh, what do they call them, men bags or the, whatever they call them. Still a purse to me. And um, so, but anyway, the, the kitchen staff and Megan and everybody will help you uh, put your uh, kilt on and your, and your stuff and your garters, uh, etc., to keep your socks up. But it used to be a real hoot um, to see. Uh, one of the funniest things is when Tony Ward, who's blind, uh, he um, put his kilt on backwards, uh, which is... And he's blind, and he put everybody else put not everybody else, but many people put it on backwards, and they weren't blind. So, but it, we'll have we'll have a lot of fun tomorrow night. Any questions before we get started? Okay.